You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. You know, back in high school, Lauren, there were a couple things I was really, really interested in. One, sports. And two, being popular or trying <laughs> to be popular. And uh, that that's changed a lot, uh, but not so much because, you know, a lot of businesses and organizations live or die on that uh, reputation. Absolutely. And I think even, you know, even more so now, um, you know, word of mouth has always been strong, but now with, you know, people being able to, you know, educate themselves and do research online and just the plethora of online reviews and quote unquote word of mouth online, it's even bigger and more pronounced now and more important. So that's one thing we wanted to talk about today, just like the importance of online reviews, um, some reputation management strategies and like how to handle some negative feedback if that should happen. And then just the importance of having control um, over some of these sites like Yelp, Google Business, you know, Facebook, even and those sorts of things. So that's kind of the topic today. I'm excited about kicking this off. You know, that's something that, like you say, it's kind of a live and die type of thing and or you know, people do a lot of silent shopping. And if those reputation uh, scores, if you will, or the testimonials are not on point, uh, you could miss a sale that you don't even know that you missed. Absolutely. And, you know, like, just for instance, like on Amazon, or a lot of shopping websites, you know, you can filter by like four star reviews and up or five star reviews and up. So I mean, stuff like that is really weighing heavily on customer feedback. But the same thing goes for um, businesses that are, you know, attractions or experience based, same thing there or customer service based, you will read um, feedback from customers. And I mean, that helps me personally make decisions too. If I'm researching a couple of different or competing companies, I'll definitely read those reviews and see what people have to say. Um, so I think, like you said, like, you know, those that are silent shopping and researching that this is the number one place that they're doing that. Um, even if their friend is saying, Hey, I use so-and-so for this, or we went here and did blah, blah, blah you're still going to go online and do some more research or see um, the other thing is besides just like feedback is I want to kind of see the place that I may be going to go to, whether Absolutely. that's, Absolutely. you know, a museum or a spa or whatever. I want to see real photos, even a restaurant. Sometimes I want to see real photos of the place or the food or whatever's happening um, besides just customer, other, you know, people's experiences. That's big too. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I think there are a lot of little pieces to this, but the other part of that is with that uh, reputation or the reviews that you're talking about, the photos set uh, are like a million words uh, in themselves. I mean, if you've changed your menu, if you're a restaurant or if you've changed your hours or whatever, sometimes those folks will uh, make that update before you will. And it's important that you make sure that, you know, you're aware of that. Uh, two reasons. One is if you haven't changed your hours or haven't changed your menu or it's the wrong place, you need to, you know, kind of call it out like a better term, correct it. And then two is it's always good to be ahead of that a little bit. So people aren't like, hey, I showed up at Saturday on Saturday at 11 and apparently they're not open till one. Like 
that's not good either. So, right. Well, let's talk about that a little bit, like having control over some of these places, you know, so obviously um, Facebook has a spot for reviews and things like your hours and obviously a place for you to post photos, you know, and or multimedia of your business. So that's kind of one where people are going. Number two, that is very important to me is Google business, your listing. Now, People, I don't know if you're aware, even if you, not you, but listeners, if you are not aware, even if you claim your listing and have control over it, there is a way for any member of the public to go in and suggest different edits, such as different hours. They can also, you know, obviously post their own reviews and photos. So like Tony just mentioned, someone could go in and say, hey, I think their hours are actually this. And Google will do its best to figure that out if that's true or not. But sometimes it will just change it and it's wrong. (laughs) So, you know, that's something check in on monthly or whatever. Um, If you've claimed your listing and someone leaves a review or posts photos, you should be getting an email alert. But I would say also just, you know, hand check in on this. Um, This is a spot to also make sure you're you're responding. And we'll talk about this in a minute, um, like negative feedback. But even if you're getting positive feedback, it's always really nice as that owner to go on and say, thank you. You know, we appreciate your business. Come back and see us here's something you may have missed, you know, so they'll come back, just different things like that and recognize the time that they've taken to leave you that positive review. Um, Agreed. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I totally agree. I mean, I think there are a lot of times where we say, oh, good, we got a five point, you know, or five-star response or 4.3, and then you just move on instead of addressing it with the same diligence that you would address uh, a negative negative, response. That's right. Exactly. Um, the other part of this is you can also go in and, you know, update your photos and things on your listing. So it's really nice every once in a while to, you know, maybe you got something new or, you know, whatever that is, you got some new photos taken, you updated the landscaping outside of your business, whatever it is, go on and refresh those photos. Or if you got, if you're a restaurant, you have a new menu, that's a great place to post, you know, photos of that menu or add the menu uh, function. Because everyone, that's that's where people are going. They're going to Google you um, and then probably go to social media as well. So that's right. make sure, one, you've claimed that listing if you have not already. Um, two, make sure it's up to date. And three, that you're monitoring. The only other thing that I would caution here is if you are the listing owner, other people can still, like, quote unquote, petition to control that listing or say they own it. So this could be legitimate, you know, it could be your business partner, your marketing person, you, blah, 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 whatever, like, but you should know that in that case, right? If they're requesting access to the listing too, but other people can request and it will shoot you an email and give you a notification in the platform. Just watch out for those. Um, those can be spammy requests too. And just make sure you're really careful of who you give access to that listing, just as you would any other piece of your business, your website, your socials, whatever that is. Just be careful with that. Yeah. Um, kind of the same things for Yelp. You know, if you are a restaurant um, or an attraction, things like that. I think the same rules apply there. You know, make sure your listing's up to date, watch those reviews, respond to reviews, and just be aware. Um, don't rely just on notifications, but be checking in on it as well. Yeah, I think that's important too, because sometimes as a business owner or organization director or whatever, you get 
kind of, uh, I'm going to say lazy, but you get dependent upon those notifications. And sometimes they're either not, they don't happen or they're highly delayed or sometimes they're duplicates. I mean, you just sometimes don't know. And so, like you say, it's important to do a check-in. I usually like to look a couple of times a week um, and just make sure there's something new or not new or, or whatever. Um, Back to kind of what you're saying about some of the positive reviews. Oftentimes when you address a positive review, someone else will either, you know, respond back to that. Thank you. know, they're thanking you for thanking them or someone else will basically say like, Hey, these people are really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it will fuel that. And so you want to continue, you know, driving that a a bit um, uh, with your, you know, uh, check-ins if you will. So, yeah. So really quick before we get into kind of how to handle some negative feedback, let's talk about some other things to do with those positives, uh, those positive reviews. Obviously, there are a thousand ways to remarket those. Um, Some of my favorites are even like screen capping them and sharing them on a different platform or a grouping of them, you know, a couple of times a month. Um, There's literally a million ways. You could put it in your email newsletter. You could put it even on like a print collateral piece. You know, you could count up all the positive reviews or, you know, the platforms kind of do it for you and say, you know, we have over 3,000 five-star reviews come see us too. I mean, you could use it for messaging like that. Um, But definitely grabbing those and reusing them um, is very, very powerful. I mean, you have content just sitting there so that someone else has generated for you. Um, so reuse it in all the ways that you can. I'm sure you've also seen some people use it on their websites. There's different feeds and plugins you can do for that. Um, and if you are a business that is getting a lot of online reviews, there are actually um softwares out there that will help you manage them um across many platforms all in one place. And those softwares offer um, remarketing features as well. They're a little bit more automatic, so you don't have to do them by hand. So if this is a big part of your strategy, look into like a bird's eye or there's three or four kind of like really popular ones. If you look around, Um, pretty minimal cost, but, you know, a lot of tools inside to use. So, yeah, I think and I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's really important if someone is uh really focused on a reputation management strategy or you know looking at their testimonials those uh, uh options are things that can really you know boost uh, level up if you will uh your efforts in that so for sure um okay so just really quick or not really quick but let's dedicate a couple of minutes let's here go into to the negative let's do the yeah. negative lauren <laughs> let's bring it let's so, go so this is you know kind of the one in five here you're going to get several positive um and then you're definitely going to get some negatives and sometimes um more often than not it feels like um people only take the time to leave negative reviews rather than positives so yeah Sometimes you have to kind of push for reviews or ask people to leave reviews, even do a reward system to get them. Um, But on those negatives, so I think first and foremost, the thing to, you know, take into account here is don't take it personal. Um, It's really easy, especially if you are the business owner, it's really easy to take it personal and kind of explode, you know, so let's not do that. No, right. (laughs) Um, if necessary, hand this off to someone else to draft a response. If you are, you know, feeling very personally attacked, um, 
<laughs> but <laughs> yeah. try, to, try to take a breath and draft a response. It's always nice to maybe have someone else review if it's something that you aren't super comfortable with or you're not sure what to say. That's okay. Ask for help um, from another team member. But make sure that it is addressed in a timely manner. That's first and foremost. Um, you know, I we've always we've talked about this a lot, but like the customer is not necessarily always always right. Um right. But there are different ways to say that without saying that. There are different ways to correct or inform or educate um, through a response than attacking, you know, or flat out saying like you're wrong. So there are several different ways to mitigate, but definitely a timely response. Um, Apologize if it's something that um, requires or, you know, you feel that you need to apologize for, be upfront, be honest um, and, you know, take ownership of the mistake and make sure that you offer a way to rectify that mistake um, in this response. So maybe it's come in for a discount or will you please send us your information and we'll reach out to you on how to mitigate this issue. But basically offer a solution in this and then try to get this conversation into a more personal form of communication. Um, so you're not just going back and forth, you know, for the public and everyone to read what's going on. So provide an email address, telephone number, get that from them. And then you can reach out to them to solve the issue further, but make sure it's addressed, apologize, take ownership. And remember, you know, at the end of the day, you are a human talking to a human um, and treat each other with respect. So. Agreed. And I, I want to throw this out there a little bit. I think this is one of the um, pitfalls and differences between running your own personal social media versus running a uh, professional or a business because we are human to human, but we're also emotional beings oftentimes. And so this is really where it becomes a, a, a potential for a kind of a social media online war, if you will. And so I really want to underline what Lauren's saying, which is try to use another form of communication to take care of the solution. Remember, Everything that you're placing on your, uh, you know, Google reviews or your Facebook or online reputation, that's visible. And so you want someone to see basically the trail, if you will. There was a problem. The organization or company addressed it quickly and correctly. And two, you really like a response at the end of, hey, you know, Tony came back and did X, Y, and Z and it helps me figure it out or they did a great job or whatever where none of us are perfect but you don't want to get into a he said she said or they said they said situation online and so to get yes. them into an email situation or a dm situation um even if and don't take this wrong but even if they screen cap those dms or whatever at least you can kind of use the time to really work the problem and not worry about kind of what everyone else is seeing uh you can you can focus in on you know what's the right thing or what needs to be done and and back to what lauren said the customer is not right you know not always right but the reality is you do have to fix the problem if you're offering a product or service if it's reasonable you need to find some type of solution where it's you know great to both parties or terrible to both parties or whatever but you want to make sure that that problem is solved so absolutely and 
what Tony mentioned, like once you kind of have this solved in that more personal form of communication, like the customer is happy, everything's together, or, you know, you've offered the solution. Um, it is not inappropriate to ask them to, would you consider revising your online review or sure. adding to that? And, you know, that's appropriate to ask. All you can do is ask. Um, they may say no, or they may say yes and never do it, but at least you try. <laughs> <Right>. That's <laughs> all you can that's do. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So that is kind of the cherry on top though. When that happens, then you feel like, you know what, we really did a great job with our customer service and we met expectations. So, you know, and even if they don't, um, I think that if you go through those, um, steps, you've probably kept that customer, you've retained that customer, they'll come back, you know, they will respect that you tried to do everything that you could to make the situation correct. So that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think that that's that those are my top tips for negative feedback. It's never fun. You know, it's stressful. Um, No one likes doing that part of the job, but it's highly, highly important that you do it right. You get it right. So. Well, and uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't really have much to say other than I feel like sometimes when we get a negative review, we have that um, emotional heat flush or something like that, you know, and you think, oh, my gosh, 9000 people have seen this. That's that may be the case. It may not be the case. The reality is, like Lauren said, you just want to mitigate this and try to get the best solution possible. And so um, just keep that in mind that you're not always going to make a two star, a five star. Uh, but if you can get some type of solution uh, where that person would either come back or take it off or re-review you or something like that, that obviously helps um, throwing back to kind of a conversation. Oftentimes, some of the uh, software or the services will also help with that a bit and and ways Mm -hmm. that they might boost uh, positive reviews over negative reviews and that type of thing. But that's a, that's a totally different, that's not a strategy situation. That's a tech situation, but um, yeah, Lauren, I'll tell you, uh, I was a little apprehensive in coming in here and uh, doing this type of uh, podcast, but after I've kicked some tires and heard what you said, I'm going to have to give you a five-star review. Oh, thank one. you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of service I feel like uh, we've provided Sweet. today. Yes, yes. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> you're, you're, I'd appreciate another review in the future after a, another experience. You bet. I would. I would be happy to do that. And and that's a great reminder that if you aren't subscribed to the G Factor podcast. Podcast and haven't told your friends and family about our amazing podcast here, which we're uh, past 150 shows, which is crazy to me. Uh, please check us out. So uh, on that yeah. note. And leave us a review. please. Leave us a review. Tell us how crazy <laughs> I am and how smart Lauren is. So that's how it is, though. Okay. Well, I'll wrap it up, Lauren. Uh, this is Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And this has been the G Factor Podcast. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com. <laughs>